The Spur of the Moment podcast is proudly presented by Shane Daigie, Realtor of Always Here Properties. Selling your home, buying your home, first-time buyers, investors, and seasoned home buyers. Call or text 512-540-1626, and I'll be glad to help with all of your real estate needs. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Spur of the Moment podcast. I'm your host, Shane Daigie. And I'm your co-host, Drew Daigie. Welcome to episode 106 of Spur of the Moment. Yeah, coming straight from the Simonator Studios in the heart of Texas, the Spurs got another dub. They beat the Knicks by a score of 122 to 115. Great win for the Spurs. Romeo Lankford was on fire. Keldon Johnson chipped in with a, a cool 30 points and a really great night for the Spurs. A lot of good ball movement defensively. I thought they came with it tonight. Drew, what were your thoughts about tonight's game? Yeah, a really good win. Even without Devin Vassell, a lot of players stepped up, including Romeo Langford and Keldon Johnson. They knew that he wasn't there, and they stepped up big time. I mean, both teams had some injuries, but a great performance by the Spurs. Also, shout out to Julius Randle. He was really, really good. But in this game, the Spurs shot... 51% from the field and 39% from three-point range, while the Knicks shot 42% from the field and 37% from the three-point range. So a really good win by the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, career high for Romeo Langford. And and you're right, great win. And the, the Knicks are a tough team, and they they battle – they battled, and it was a, a very intense game. So that was kind of nice to see. And you talked about some of the players missing. I know for uh, uh, the Knicks, they were missing uh, Jalen Brunson and R.J. Barrett. And the Spurs were missing Devin Vassell, Isaiah Roby, and especially the one that hurt the most, Gorgie Jing. So, <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, that was a great win for the Spurs. I'd like to see the guys picking up the slack. And uh, – Speaking of, let's get to uh, some words from Keldon Johnson talking about Romeo Lankford, who really had a great night. This is Keldon on Romeo. Playing great, you know, and uh, like you said, he, he stayed ready. Uh, some some games he plays, some games he starts, some games he, he come off the bench. You, you never know. And, uh, the prime example of staying ready and um, you know just taking advantage of the opportunity. But, uh, I, I just want y'all, whoever look look at this, I want y'all to go look at Romeo highlights. From high school and college, I swear to God, I've been saying I've been saying this like since last year. I want y'all to look at his highlights for real, and y'all see that more than twenty point nights. It's crazy. Yeah, for sure. I think. Um, I mean, like I said, he took advantage of the opportunity tonight, um, and he made the best of it. All right, definitely one hundred percent. So that's Kelvin talking about Romeo Lankford, which brings us to our top two, bottom two. Drew, who were your top two? Yeah, so for me, my number one top two was Keldon Johnson, who put up 30 points, three rebounds, two blocks, shooting 11 of 21 from the field and three of eight from the three-point line in 32 minutes. A great night from Keldon Johnson, dropping 30. <clears throat> my second top two, I'm going to go with Mr. Romeo Lankford, who had his career high with 23 points. He also had two steals, two assists, three rebounds, and he shot a really good 11 of 16 from the field and one of one from the three-point line in 28 minutes. He also had phenomenal defense. So let's hear your top two. So I had the the same except reversed. My number one was Romeo Langford. I really like what Romeo Langford and his career high 
I mean, he's really chipped away, but uh, 11 of 16 shooting, 23 points, knocking down a three, which some people didn't think he could do, and uh, just a great night for Romeo Langford, one to celebrate, and I'll remember this one forever as far as that's his top game offensively as a San Antonio Spur. Obviously, we know about his defense. I mean, he's he was really brought here for defense, but that was fun to watch. My number two was a gentleman by the name of Keldon Johnson, uh, really great game. I'm I'm proud of what he's been doing lately, and just keep on racking up these 30 point nights because I think Keldon right now, scoring wise, I mean without Devin in the picture, he has to be 30 points for us when Devin's not there just to provide us with the scoring that we need to to win a game. And he rose to the challenge and stepped up, and uh, so Keldon's my number two on my top two. All right, let's get to the bottom two. Who do you got, Drew? Yeah, so for my number one bottom two, I'm going to go with Malachi Branham. He struggled a little bit from the field. He had four points and one rebound, but shooting wasn't there. He shot one of seven from the field and one of four from the three-point line in 19 minutes. He was having some good games, but he really had a bad game in this one, so he's my number one. And my second bottom two, it was kind of tough to come up with the second bottom two, but I ended up going with the guy that really didn't play much today, and it was Kata Bates-Diop. In two minutes, he had about one turnover, zero points, really nothing. So those are my my two bottom twos. Yeah, it's funny because, again, I, we have the exact same bottom two. I had Malachi Branham. His shooting wasn't great, one to seven overall. But uh, Kata Bates-Diop, same, same reason. And we didn't meet about this pre-show, so this is a surprise to both of us. But uh, Kata Bates-Diop, just because he only had two minutes on the floor, so that's why he was on my bottom t- two. And I'm, if, you, if you've listened to previous episodes, I'm a huge fan of Kata Bates-Diop and his personality, uh, but he just didn't get in that much to, to really be effective for the Spurs that night. All right, let's get to the next segment of our show called the Question of the Day. Remember, you can always text your questions to 512-540-1626. Drew, what's tonight's question? Yeah, so this question comes from Mike in San Antonio. His question asks, do you think the Spurs will have any All-Stars this year? Woo, that's a good question. But uh, for me, I think, I, although I do think, Keldon or Devin should make the all-star team. I don't think they will. So that's my opinion. I think one of, one of those two. I don't think both of them should make it, but Keldon or Devin should make the all-star team, but I don't think they will. So that's my take. What about you? Yeah, so I definitely agree there. I do think Keldon Johnson has a chance to make it, but with the fan voting thing, I doubt it because we're one of the worst teams in the NBA. But he's been putting up good numbers, so he might sneak in there like DeJounte did last year. I think he's having a similar year to DeJounte, so that's my take on that. Let's yeah. hear this day. Yeah, no, that's a that's a good one. And uh, Anyway, so right now people were trying to figure out where we stand in the uh, draft pick standings just to kind of chip in on that following the question. Uh, I, I meant to cover it earlier, but we're fourth in the draft standings, so you got the Pistons first. Charlotte Houston tied for second and third at 10 wins, and we're fourth with uh, 12 wins, putting us right ahead of Orlando, who has 13 wins. So kind of keep that in mind for you draft followers. All right, let's go to this day in Spurs history. And speaking of draft followers, well, I went back to 1996 because that was the year before we drafted this gentleman by the name of Timothy Duncan. And that year we suffered a lot of losses, kind of like this one. 
On December 29, 1996, the Spurs lost by a score of 110-86 to to the Portland Trailblazers. That dropped the Spurs' record that year to six wins and 20 losses at that point, and Portland moved to 16-15 and 15 overall. The Spurs' leading scorers, and this is one that I found really interesting because uh, Dominique Wilkins was the leading scorer that night with 16 points. The human highlight film, Dominique Wilkins, spent most of his career with the Atlanta Hawks, but finished it off with the Spurs, so Dominique had 16 your next leading scorer was a gentleman by the name of Monty Williams. Do you recognize that name from anywhere? I mean, like a coach? He is a coach for a team further west of the Spurs. The Phoenix Suns, yep. So Monty Williams that night had 15 points for the Spurs. Obviously, you guys now know him as the Phoenix Suns coach, but that year he was the Spurs' second leading scorer on December 29th. And your third leading scorer for the Spurs was a gentleman by the name of Corey Alexander. Do you recognize that name from any basketball broadcasts? No, I don't. Corey Alexander scored 13 points for the Spurs that night, but he is an ESPN commentator now. So if you watch, he does a lot of college games. He did some G League games this summer, and every once in a while he'll do some NBA games. But Corey Alexander was your third leading scorer with 13 points. And that brings us to the end of this day in Spurs history, December 29, 1996, when the Spurs dropped one. Not close at all to the Portland Trailblazers, but they were rewarded in the June draft that season. So, moving on to the preview of the upcoming game. In the upcoming game, the Mavericks come into San Antonio, the last game of 2022. The Mavericks come into San Antonio to play the Spurs. That's on New Year's Eve, December 31st at 6 p.m., and the, the Spurs, you know, that's the first matchup with the Mavericks this year. Spurs record 12-23. and 23. Mavericks coming in with a 20-16 record. I don't think they have any superstars or any players that do any damage, <laughs> but Drew's going to tell us all about that. Yeah. So this Mavericks team is really good. Well, they really just have a couple good players, but let's talk about their superstar, Luka Doncic, who is putting up insane numbers, probably the MVP favorite, um, him or Nikola Jokic, but... Let's talk about his stats over the last 10 games. It's 36 points, 10 rebounds, 9 assists, almost having a triple-double. But some other guys they have, they've got Christian Wood, who's averaging 17 points and 8 rebounds. Spencer Dinwiddie, who's averaging 16 points, 5 boards. Tim Hardaway Jr., who's putting up 13 points and 3 boards. And Kimball Walker, who's been pretty good, averaging 9 points and 3 rebounds. All right. So, they're definitely a tough team. They're they're gonna be one of the better playoff teams. If you've paid attention to uh, what Luca's been doing this year, he had one of the single greatest games in yeah. NBA history. He scored sixty points and uh, had a triple double with that. But he's really been doing a lot of big things. So they're they're really tough. But uh, we're gonna get to our player to go off and our prediction for the game. So my player to go off is gonna be Mr. Dougie McBuckets. McDermott. I think he's going to have a good night. I just feel like he's going to hit a lot of threes against the Mavs. Uh, hopefully he hits like five or six threes and really has a great night for the Spurs. Unfortunately, I got the Mavericks winning this one. I got the Mavericks winning by seven, and um, we'll see how that goes. I hope I'm wrong, but I think it's going to be a tough test for the Spurs. Drew, what about you? Yeah, so for my player to go off, I'm going to go with Joachim Pearl. In the last two games, he's played the Mavericks. He's gotten a double-double in both games, so I, I'm really confident in him to do have a good game, and I haven't picked him in a while on my this day. Um, I mean, on my 
player player to go off. My prediction for this game, I'm actually going to go the Spurs to win this game by six points. I think there's a chance that Luka Doncic is very tired, and I think I, the Spurs will take advantage of that and maybe get a win here. Ooh, I hope you're right on that one. And I like the Yaka pick. That's great research. He went back to last year against him versus the Mavs. So that's uh, that's really strong strong research. So I, I like it. Hopefully Yak goes off because uh, he hadn't seemed like he hadn't cracked the top two for me in a while. And and so we'll see. I will say also props because the previous episode you had the Knicks uh, uh, losing to the Spurs and and you got that one right. So Drew's on a little bit of roll picking things lately. So we might want to trust him. All right, that brings us to the end of this episode of the Spur of the Moment podcast. This will probably be our last episode of 2022 because that game's on New Year's Eve and we have New Year's Eve plans, so we're probably going to give you that episode on the first day of 2023. So, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us. Drew, would you take us home, please? Yes, thank you, everybody, for joining us. And as always, go Spurs, go!